0: Welcome back to Strategy Simplified. We've been working through a series of discussions on the FIT interview. And in these shorter episodes, we've been hearing the highlights of Management Consulted's top teaching notes on the Consulting Behavioral and FIT interview. Our final discussion today is on those curveball questions. So stay tuned as we talk about the tricky questions that you need to be prepared for in any consulting interview. I hope you enjoy the discussion tricky questions, curveball questions. These are usually the questions that people think of when I ask, what do you fear most about the behavioral interview? Oh, well, I really don't want to speak about what my failure is or what a weakness is or why they should hire me. Well, Those are our tricky questions. We've left the best for last. We do need to be prepared for a few different categories of questions that are likely to come up at some point or another through our interview process. We certainly will not expect to get one of these tricky questions in every single interview. But if you're not prepared for this question when it comes up, your interviewer can tell. Now, a silver lining, these questions just like all the other ones, well, of course, everything except the walk me through your resume question. These are one minute answers. So there is no need to go into great depths of detail and despair on either your weaknesses or your failures. Um, and there's there's no need to, to be totally over the top with a strengths-based question either. So let's talk about and think about the common categories here and how we respond. The top three categories in terms of tricky curveball questions are weakness, failure, and strengths. Let's think about each one in turn. Um, Weaknesses. So when I ask you to identify your greatest weakness or your your top two weaknesses, your top three weaknesses, um, I want to understand if you know yourself well enough, that you can identify something that is not yet fixed, but you are working on in some way. It's, it it's not great territory to have your weakness be, oh, I'm too type A, oh, I'm too perfectionist. Um, that it, it's not <laughs> uh, ter- Turning the weakness question into a strength is not the name of the game here. That's not what your interviewer is looking for. Also what your interviewer is not looking for is a skills-based answer. So a a weakness is not something that we can fix by flipping a switch. We also shouldn't really speak to interpersonal challenges here in terms of weaknesses. We want to tell a brief story that highlights a professional weakness that has existed in your life in something of a a trend or theme. But you can speak to ways in which that you have started to work towards improving yourself. So a few comments here as we think about the the weakness question. Um, Any tricky question we can we can start answer by diffusing it a little bit. So with greatest weakness, I could I could start my answer by diffusing it with a statement such as, well, this is always a tough question. Or, well, I'm sure nobody loves talking about their weaknesses, something like that. Um, Now, you should be prepared to go into these questions, I think with three weaknesses identified. We want weaknesses that are attached to specific examples and examples, not from the specific, you know, kind of near term past, Um, not something, not, not an example from the past month or, you know, last couple of months, a little bit of distance. Now, this is something though, that hasn't gone away. Uh, We're we're going to acknowledge a weakness boldly, but then talk about how we're improving. This is something that hasn't been solved yet. So as we're identifying weaknesses, professional weaknesses, I recommend that you think about this in terms of professional growth and maturity. It's helpful to think about things on a spectrum. So let's, let's think of some examples. Under communicating, over communicating, over managing. Under managing, under planning, overconfidence. These are all things on a spectrum about maturity and growth in a professional development context. All of us throughout the entirety of our professional career are going to have various elements that we're going to be working on and trying to get better in. To not be able to answer the weakness question just doesn't reflect the the reality of professional development and growth. At any given point in time, you're going to be aware of and trying to work on, trying to perfect, trying to overcome certain challenges and tendencies and themes. Consulting specifically is a very feedback-driven culture. We work on fast-paced projects we work with different people from engagement to engagement. There's a lot of different realities about consulting that you know, end up driving towards a, a highly iterative feedback driven culture. You will get some type of feedback. You should get some type of feedback at the end of every engagement and not just at the end because uh, things will be moving quickly. We need to improve upon our uh, you know, our, our our client delivery, the way we work together within the team, uh, even amidst the, the hec- you know, hectic nature of the project that we're on. So you're going to be getting feedback in the middle of the project, you're going get, to be getting feedback at the end of the project. It's not just some, uh, you know, kind of distant, highly structured corporate setting where once a year, you're going to sit down for an annual review. No feedback's going to come at you much quicker. Um, If if your slides don't look right, if you didn't do your analysis correct, if you, you know, if, if there's themes that are being witnessed by your project manager or the partner on your study, you're going to be hearing about it, because they want you to correct it and get better. At every moment in time, no matter your level, no matter your age, there will be something that fits in the development column of your kind of professional feedback assessment. So what's, what's one for you? We want to boldly identify what it is, how we learned of this, what impact it had, and what we've been doing to improve. Now let's go through each of those just a little bit more, right? So at the beginning of my one minute answer to identify my greatest weakness or a weakness I'm dealing with right now, I'm going to identify what that weakness is. That element of maturity or growth in a professional development context that's on a spectrum. What is that weakness? So I name it first. Then I explain how I learned of it, who pointed it out to me, what was the context where, you know, I really, it really sunk in that, that this was something that I need to work on. This is where the the example comes in. And with that example, not only pointing out to the moment in time in which you became aware of this weakness, but also then quickly speaking to the impact that it had, the impact that it had on your performance, on your team, on your client, on your grade, etc. You need to indicate to me that you recognize and realize that there was some need for change, there's some need for growth and maturity and development. But again, this isn't something that you fixed. So we're going to finish this answer. By telling me what you've been doing, what you've started to do to improve here, what are some ways that you're keeping yourself accountable? What are some ways that you are learning more about this area? What are some ways that you are learning from and trying to emulate your colleagues? Um, what are ways in which you're trying to kind of upskill in this area? I hesitate using that word a little bit because we, again, we can't choose weakness areas that we can just, you know flip a switch and and be better at. It's not a skills based question, truly, but we can upskill and learn more about how to not under communicate or over communicate over manage under manage under plan, etc. So what have you been doing? How have you been leaning into your own professional growth and development to do better in this area? That's how we tackle the weakness question. The weakness question is different than a failure question. The failure question, that's our second category here. The failure question actually does speak to one specific moment in time where something truly went wrong and you have done everything possible to ensure that that bad thing is not ever going to happen again. So just as we talked about with weakness, we can start our answer to a failure question. Tell me about your greatest failure. Tell me about a time you failed. Tell me about a time you made a grave mistake. I could start my answer by diffusing. Well, I don't love to dwell on my failures. Um, well, I, I hate to pull this out of my memory, but yes, there, there was a time I can think of. This has to be a moment in time where something truly went wrong. Something was uncompleted. It failed. It went sideways. We're going to explain in our one minute answer what the context was, what actions you took towards a result, a negative result, and then what you've learned from that experience. Reflecting on the impact that it had and how you have ensured that you're not going to repeat this same failure or mistake. I'd recommend that you stay away from um, an academic context, if at all possible. If you have a professional experience you can pull from, that's better than saying, oh, I didn't complete an assignment or I failed an exam or... You know, I, I didn't show up for a test or, or what, whatnot. To be honest, those those examples don't carry the same weight and don't have the same type of learning as a, at least something that would be in an experiential learning context within an academic setting. But even better would be something from a professional context. Something that went wrong, where you played a role in the negative outcome, and you really learned from that experience. And you can, in this one minute answer, reflect on why it went wrong and how you have ensured that it's not gonna go wrong again.
1: We'll be right back after this quick break. Students, did you know that you can get complimentary access to MC's online consulting prep curriculum? Yep. That's right, you can get complimentary access to our cases, courses, drills, industry primers, and more if your school subscribes to the Management Consulted platform. If your school is not currently a subscriber, reach out to Career Services today and ask them to get in touch. Or even better, connect Career Services with us today. You can write team at managementconsulted.com.
0: Finally, here is our strengths question. So this could sound like, what do you think your greatest strength is? Or tell me about your three greatest strengths. Or why do you think we should hire you? We would identify that also to be a strengths question. You should be armed with at least three personal strengths that you can speak to. We still should stay away from any type of answer that is, oh, well, I'm really type A or I'm a perfectionist. Um, It's not the best, the best strengths to to lean into here. Um, We also it still misses the point to be skills based. And we shouldn't purely only lean into interpersonal qualities strengths examples but we want a, a diverse set of elements here that really represent the best of who we are in one minute we want to try and tell a couple of little story vignettes that speak to the strengths that you have if you're asked for what your one greatest strength is then you can Easily choose one of the three strengths that you've prepared and tell me a story that represents and embodies that strength and quality. If I'm asking you to share your three greatest strengths, then it becomes a little bit more of a numbered list, but still within that, uh, in one minute, you could pretty quickly run me through not only the list of strengths, but uh, a brief example that embodies each one. In any strengths driven question, we want to be confident, not arrogant. And practicing these answers with others can help us really decide where that line is. So our three strengths that we want to prepare for these types of questions. One of them should be analytical. Something that you bring to the table from uh, an analytical perspective, um, you know, recognizing the the analytical chops that are required to succeed in consulting. I need to hear from you that that you've got something going in this area. Now you want to have some specificity around that, but when when you think broadly about um, what it takes to review. Ambiguous data, large amounts of data, qualitative data, quantitative data, and identify the most important piece of information, uh, you know be hypothesis driven, come to a judgment that makes sense, build a strong evidence base, appropriately represent data in terms of choosing the right data visualizations, cur- uh, creating a compelling story around that data, um, you know being very answer first and driven with your recommendations, etc. There's got to be something in there that you can identify as a personal strength. If there's not, uh, we really need to have a more of an intro conversation on whether or not consulting is right for you in general. I'm being completely honest. So something in the analytical realm, point out with specificity what a personal strength is for you. You should also be armed with an interpersonal strength, something about your chops you know, uh, that you have what it takes to work in a team based collaborative environment. Um, or, you know, let's think about these other elements of consulting, right? Interpersonally, um, working across different stakeholders with misaligned you know, priorities and objectives, um, you know, working, um, working, um, within a a hierarchical or matrix organization you know what's made you successful in that Um, um, working with antagonistic stakeholders uh, bringing bringing people who disagreed to align building community and culture um, and embodying values in your work um, communicating clearly uh, presenting with confidence influence um, you know, having influential recommendations and kind of bringing others to your 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 side of the the team of the equation your understanding uh etc what in there you know being a being a trusted and and uh you know kind of influential advisor trusted coach trusted advisor what in that interpersonal realm broadly speaking was there anything as i ran through that laundry list of things what stuck out to you as something that you're naturally good at you have intrinsics around or you've really taken the time to build that strength the third strength that you have in your back pocket could be uh one more of either right honestly it could be one of anything um you, you should have an analytical strength you can speak to an interpersonal strength you can speak to. And then your third one could be back in one of those categories, or it could be something else that you feel like sits outside of those categories. Um, you know, I, I, I'm really great at diffusing situation, tense situations with humor, um, or or whatever it might be for you. Now, Even if I'm asked to give three strengths, I can quickly move through the three strengths that I have and then give quick supporting illustrations for each one. And uh, when I'm asked to, to just speak about one strength or why should we hire you, I could lean into one key strength and tell a more robust story that fully embodies that strength. Either way, I'm trying to still be narrative-based, stories-based in this strengths question. And I'll just mention that, you know, we talked about starting the weakness and failure question by diffusing it. Uh, That does apply here as well when we talk about tricky questions of strengths. We could diffuse this question by starting with a phrase like, oh, well, I'm glad to say that I have some. Or, I'm sure you've been talking to a lot of impressive people, but here's what I bring to the table. Based on your own personality, probably one of those seems more authentic or not. But thinking about an approach of, you know, I I, want to be confident. I'm going to very clearly speak to what I bring to the table, but I'm not going to be arrogant. I could also start this answer with uh, diffusing that as well. So as we've gone through weakness, failure, and strengths, Hopefully, you've got some new food for thought as you prepare your answers in these three areas.
1: Hey, Strategy Simplified. It's Japheth, your producer. And before we let you go here and say adios for the week and let you have your weekend, I want to take 90 seconds to highlight what folks have been saying about Strategy Simplified. So Dennis, he went on Apple Podcasts and left us a review. And when he did that, he was entered into a contest for a chance to win a free management consulted consulting prep course. And so Dennis, I'm excited to let you know you're the winner of this month's contest. So I'm going to take a sec just to quickly read what he had to say. Here goes. The amount of information on here has helped me ask better questions, changed my framework, and has given me the confidence to discuss with senior people in consulting. The range from case interviews to one-on-one interviews provides the show with a feel for whatever you may feel that day. I highly recommend it. Dennis, we appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. We'll be in touch to make sure you get your choice of whatever uh, course you would like. So folks, that is all. I'm going to let Stephanie end this for today. But once again, thank you for listening. And if you'd like a chance to win a free course, it's simple. We do these each month, and all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and review, and then shoot us an email to podcast at managementconsultant.com just to let us know, and that way you'll be entered in for a chance to win a free consulting prep course.
0: Thanks for joining us today. I hope that you don't leave your fit interview practice to only listening to these four short podcast episodes. You need to take these insights and apply them putting at least a few hours of work into preparing your own stories and then practicing delivering them out loud to others. If you want help in getting beneficial, insightful feedback and an iterative approach to behavioral prep, you can work with one of our coaches. They can set aside dedicated times to talk through fit interview questions, 30 minute or 60 minute sessions, or in the broader context of walking through full case discussions You can tell them that you want to layer on some fit interview questions each time, giving you the opportunity to practice both at once. Make sure to check out the link in the show notes to learn more, and I hope you join us next time.